returns. I, I kind of saw started there. You did? I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh shit. Hey, hey. Hey. We hey. are live. The, the cast, cast is, is back. back. You're right out of the fucking starting blocks. It was a That's false it, start. Man. It was a false start. I was too excited. Speaking it was of offensive offsides. <laughs> it was. It was. Definitely. I mean, I was excited to get downhill and do some run blocking there. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to start with football. I'm going to text okay. you an image now. Oh, no. Okay. And now maybe you're already familiar with this. Okay. Tandem. Okay. Let me know when you've received it. All right. Ah, yes. I am. Uh, that's uh, Tommy Cutlets and, yep. his, and his agent. Tommy Cutlets and his agent out of Central Casting, dude, like a New Jersey sketch. And I'm, yep. I, I was talking yesterday about this, and like this is an HBO series. Like they could, they could start making it right now, for sure. Which is like the New Jersey Guido Italian guy, yep. who's still living at home, yep, and eating like you know chicken cutlets and mom's Sunday gravy. Mom's right? cooking, yeah. Mom's cooking, doing his laundry. Like, injury, injury, injury happens on the team, and he gets the call. Yep. And now he's on the sideline. And how, like, how would you describe the hat of his agent? Well, it is, he's a, he just, he looks like a gangster. He looks like he purposely, yeah, it looks like a, yeah. boardwalk, like he, he got the boardwalk empire outfit together. Yep. Like he, yep. he's trying to present that image of like, you know, he feels like a guy who might be in like Al Capone's crew in Chicago a hundred years yeah. ago. You know, but like, like, I guarantee like, I don't think he bought it for that game. Maybe no, no. But like, you know, he's being that's true how, to himself. Yes, that's how he dresses every day. That's yeah. how he dresses every day. Like, and and the fact that your agent looks like that dude is hilarious right. too. No, it's well, and too. like, there should be a whole show. Oh, for sure. Where everyone is that version of every character. Yes, is that version, and yes. it's like the guy, you know. I've I've laid out the whole season. Okay, 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 all right, all right. So Don't it's like you have away. like Don't give too much away. You have like an Aaron Rodgers like rock star type quarterback. The yep. first scene of this HBO series yep. is this guy, the superstar quarterback, in the locker room by himself, pumped for the cannons going off and the smoke yeah, yeah, for and sure. all the stuff as he's like running out to the field. It's with like super intense, running flag. out with the flag. And he was running out of the field and pop. He hurts himself running into the field. Hurts himself. And you immediately cut to yep. the next quarterback in line. Yep, yep. <laughs> and this sequence yes. of events where yep. it's like gradually less exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, now it's the second guy. He's not as good as the first guy. The, right. the, the fans and the guys aren't as excited yeah he's maybe as excited for his opportunity sure and by the time you get through like four of these guys and you drop right. down a rung yep each time it's like the phone ringing at mom's house yep and now you got tommy cutlets you know big chance yep yep for the thing and now all these people are suddenly you know he needs a someone to handle the press oh he needs sure. an eight you know yeah, it's like yeah, this yeah. girl from like you know it's got a little bit of entourage to it. Yes, it is like the New Jersey Guido version of like entourage. Yes. And I think this thing like just writes itself. So is Guido a slur. 
It might be, but I don't think it's a slur if I say it. As I say, you're allowed to say it because you are. Yeah, one. I'm allowed to say it. Yeah. <laughs> no, like my grandfather would say "wop" sometimes. Sure, sure. We'll bleep sure. out. Sure, but sure. he, you know, like uh, if I, if like somebody walked in the door talking like that, like yeah, yeah, there'd yeah. be a problem. Uh, of course, of course. But oh, he I was. Yeah. I know how this works. Yeah, for he'd sure, be for like sure. this "wop" motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> kind of thing. Well, of course. Um, and he could say it in an endearing way too. You for know? sure. For sure. Um, but so yeah, so no offense to the offendable, and uh, but as part of the tribe, the highly, you know, we used to always say like you can make fun of your hometown, but nobody else can. Of course, kind of, of course, you know? yeah. How dare so you talk about of. my hometown like that? And I, 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 total, I can say whatever I want, but how dare you? And total pride and it's awesome. Go to uh, Tommy Cutlets. It's just as an underdog. It's a cool it is story. A great, it is a great underdog story. Almost too good to be true, right? Like. It feels like a script. It feels like yes. And the people I guess I should like back up for people who don't know. His folks feel like the, his folks feel like they should be in a script. His agent feels yeah. like it should be in a script. Like everything about it. The fact that it's in New York, you like, and they keep winning. And you know, as yeah. bad as the NFC is, the Giants are. If they win every game the rest of the season, right. they have a ninety-two percent chance of going to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that would mean they have to beat the Eagles twice, right? Sure, they have. Twice. And so, if this guy and like, oh, look, I, I like the NFC East because I don't have a rooting interest, right? But there's always carnage, yes. And people I know, whether they're Eagles or Giants fans, family, invested. Yes. personally invested. So, like, I'm watching it, knowing yeah, what sure. they're going through. It's got extra like, juice. It's just got it extra does. juice in general for sure. But uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, and then you throw fan, the so cow, like, and then you throw the cow. Because you got the right. the Eagles and the Giants who are, um, you know, local to us and where we grew up. Right. But then you have the Cowboys who are the ultimate, for some people, either the ultimate hero or the ultimate villain. And Polarizing very, America's very, team. Very yeah. box office. Right. right. So it's like. Gravitas. Yeah. So the, you add that to it and it, it all adds a whole new layer. Yeah. And, our, and we've grown up like with the big games. Yeah. Snow games. Yep. Yep. You know, fights. Yeah, all that kind sure. of stuff going on. Sure. So it's there's a lot of drama there. But like so to watch it, and who knows? And there's always also like heartache. Sure. <laughs> like long yeah. suffering sports fans. Oh, for sure. And miracle plays to, and all. You can stuff. relate to that long suffering. Exactly. And yeah. so it's like the Jets. Yeah, I always root for like maximum carnage when it comes to sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm like, yes, let them get Aaron. I don't want them to get hurt. I want them to get Aaron Rodgers. Right. I don't want him to like throw a pick in the AFC championship right, game. Right, like, right, like that kind right, of thing. Right. Um, but so uh the thought of the Giants going on some kind of run with this guy as the quarterback. Sure. If they were to like win the first Eagles game, like beat the Eagles once. Because right. there's only like what four games left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this kid were to ever go and beat the Eagles twice. Oh my god, bro. Like I mean, and think about where he's doing it, bro. Like he becomes, right. he becomes a legend, like a legend. It's like, becomes, it's like Lynn Sanity times yes, ten because yes, the games like matter. Yes, it's like Lynn Sanity. Yeah, to the end. Uh, famous player on the Knicks, Jeremy Lynn. Yeah, who, who came out of the world's attention. Caught the world's yeah, attention. Yeah, it's like hitting threes over Kobe to beat yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. he was unstoppable for ten games only. Yeah, yeah. It was good, unstoppable, a, scoring a good, thirty points a, a game. A good guard, a Harvard product. No, yeah, like, he's like a solid an, player. Who got an opportunity to play for like weird circumstances, right? That he had. Yeah, even Carmelo had to play was hurt and stuff. Yeah, yeah, 
and, and they put him in, in and he's literally up. scoring like 30 plus yeah, points yeah, a game. Yeah. Yep. The Lakers, Kobe was on him. The Lakers were doubling him and yeah, couldn't yeah. stop him. Yep. And he hit like 10 feet behind the line. He hit like a three pointer to win the game against yep. the Lakers one yep. game yep. in Kobe's face. I think yep. like it made yep. no sense. Yep. <laughs> like a guy who won the light seems like a guy they pulled out of the stands. Like yes. to suddenly have the ball so much and calling plays. Like it didn't make any sense. And same thing. Now they're like, Wait a minute, maybe he's good. Right, right, sure. Giants fans who are like, you know, my nephew, uh, like, I don't know, six games ago was like, I don't think I can be a Giants fan anymore. Right, sure. Because <laughs> he's like 19, like he's not old enough to really remember the Eli Super Bowls and right, certainly doesn't right, know right, sure. anything right. of the LT. Phil Sims and LT Sims and all that. Right, right, right. And so, like, to him, it's just been – Right, you know, just just pain, pain and seven, and eight years of of garbage football. Right, sure. And uh, this year, I mean, they were embarrassingly bad. And now Tommy Cutlets out of nowhere resurrects a franchise. Right, and you could never predict it either, right? You could never predict it because they looked really bad, right? And like their running back, uh, Penn State product Saquon Barkley is one of my favorite players, right? And yeah. this, I feel if you watch it, you feel bad for him. Like uh, they're loaded up on right? him, yeah. Where it's like you know he's the only weapon and and you know he's giving them the ball and what what can he you know it doesn't matter who's back there you know Barry Sanders being back there he's only so much he's he can do right yep. and uh, and yeah so all of a sudden sort of um, them to like turn a corner and they turn a corner with Tommy Cutlets as at the quarterback and it's like you know they won that that Green Bay that was a big win that was a big win the other I night. mean look it'd be a miracle if they oh for sure. Do I mean, anything they went, it'd be a miracle if they go 500 for the maybe two, yeah. four games, but you know, yep. it, it let alone beat the Eagles, let alone beat the Eagles twice. But I mean, it's like a, it's it's cool, yeah. So, yeah. at so least cool. in the HBO version of events, he's gonna win those things, you know. And then I think, like, with one game left, the franchise quarterback comes back in, right. Like, th- great work, kid. Yeah. I got well, it from here. <laughs> well, and what's interesting about all that, too, right, is that, like, you kind of melded in the in the narrative. You kind of melded Aaron Rodgers' injury yeah. with the yeah. Tommy Cutlets story, right, the two New York teams. Yep. And the, but the crazy thing about it is that Tommy Cutlets is replacing Daniel Jones. Right. And I mean, like. He's not Aaron Rodgers. No, no. he's not. But he's you paid know, like him. He's paid like him, and I guess he's had some flashes, but. You know, no, but I mean, like, if this kid keeps winning, that's what I'm saying. Then you have to choose between the guy you're giving like a hundred something million dollars to, and yep. the guy who walked in off the street, right? Fan favorite, right? He's from he, he's he's a Syracuse. I love Syracuse, so he's a Syracuse product, and then he transferred to Illinois. Because yeah. I didn't know, like, I hadn't even never heard of him. No, before. he was not winning. He was yeah. not invited to the Heisman. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, no. Yeah, but but I mean, he was good. He was obviously good in college, but I, I didn't right. know, you know, I didn't know who he was. Um, it's pretty amazing. Really amazing. Really amazing. And you're talking about long suffering uh, teams, sports fans, and fans of their team. You know, your Dolphins have been on a run, but this past oh, weekend was tough. My God, my Raiders. Let me just, I'll just talk about my Raiders real quick. I don't know if I've ever seen a three nothing loss. That's amazing. I mean, it was nothing, nothing, bro. It was two, two. Both teams holding goose eggs with like. Three minutes left in the game. I was like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And, you know, the Raiders have some really legitimate talent at skill positions. And 
they showed moments of life this year where you're like, oh yep. shit, like getting her act together, like, you know, and Antonio Pierce and stuff and thinking to yourself like, oh man, you know, like you might be turning a corner and then to lose to the Vikings three, nothing. Well, right? they only lost by three. Justin, yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> they only lost by three, right? The defense obviously had a good game, yeah. but man, three, nothing. Dude, I don't know if I've ever seen that's it. That's tough. It's not quite losing by 14 at home to a losing team. Yep. You're up 14 points under three minutes at home against a losing team. Yep. Yep. First team in history to blow that lead without even going into overtime. Did you see the, the did you see the text that I sent you? I'm not about sure the, which about one. the about the details of it historically. Yeah, that it well it never happened. Never happened. Um let me see. Making history, baby. Yeah, it was it was absurd. Let me let me see real quick. I I, I just have to see the exact text that I sent. You. Just an awful, awful performance. Gives I you mean, no reason. I couldn't have seen that coming. Okay, here we go. Here's the quote. NFL teams down 14 points with under three minutes left had won zero of the last 767 games. Yeah. Before the Tennessee Titans came back to beat the Dolphins 28-27 to on Monday Night Football per ESPN. So in, in the last 767 instances of that scenario – yeah. Right, for down fourteen with three minutes left, right. That team had never won until never. until Monday night. Never. It's insane. Clutch is what it is. One hundred sixty-seven at times. home, tied for the best record in the league. Now their best player had some kind of weird injury early, but then ended up coming back late. He was back, and they yeah. scored, rattled off points, yeah, to get that lead. Yeah. Moments before, he's there. No excuse, dude. And yeah. it doesn't even matter. You can't get sacked. Like they got sacked like six times in the last six minutes. Oh, I know. Right? It's, it's a joke. Tua got sacked on the last play of the game, right? Yep. Yeah, he got sacked on that fourth and two last play of the game, and it's like, oh man, like he can't get sacked. I, time to lower the expectations, but you oh. know, you never know. Some of these well, teams I, I all feel like he, find he, ways to stink. Eagles fans are lowering lowering their expectations lately too, like the, the based on their performance. I mean, they've at least like gotten to a Super Bowl where like I could argue they get into the playoffs eleven and five. Or oh, whatever. dude, I agree. Oh, I completely. They're top five teams in the league. You'd think are getting no to the Super Bowl, There's whereas no the Dolphins get in if they don't have home field throughout. Right. I they're not going to win three road games or something right, like that. Right. 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 I mean, I don't even – I'm not convinced they're winning the division still. They're only two games ahead of the Bills, and they play them once. Right, right, right. The Bills are like, – uh, And they are, own us a little the bit. Bills are a weird team. Bills have struggled, Bills have struggled a little bit. Bills are, Bills are like, uh, you know, once again, talented. I've Josh never – They Allen's could, really they could flip a switch and win a Super Bowl as There's much no as doubt. anyone to. There's no doubt. So – yeah, and, they, and you feel like on. maybe they did. You feel like maybe they did. Like they got away with one against Kansas City. Um, that's why I was Wouldn't referring to the offensive off, offensive offsides before that 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 the Chiefs made an incredible play and it got called back. That sucked. And then the Bills won. That was nuts. Yeah. That was nuts. Like that was a perfectly thrown lateral that no one could have seen coming. No, like a perfectly perfect, executed a perfect uh, a perfect spiral. 
And being on sides had nothing to do with the outcome of the play. So no. that's why it stunk. But oh, that's it. They were off sides. I yeah, mean, you know. By a lot. Yeah. You know, it wasn't what can close. You do? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. A little Crazy. Football, a lot of football. little football going. segment to open the cast. I mean, we, we've been covering it. So. We have been. We have been covering it. But uh, it's good, man. Now I'm going to do one other for. sports thing before we go. Because as, uh, you know, we were talking even before we, we in our pre-production meeting, Yes. Like the professionals we are, we were talking a little bit about, you know, we're often lately discussing therapeutic modalities. Yes, indeed. And just modes of recovery, Yeah, which is a huge factor in performance. Like, I don't think we're wrong to give it that weight, but I was asking you, well, what's like the beginning of that process rather than the end of the process? Like right. mentality and focus and sure. prep and energy yeah, 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 yeah. and approach. And all yeah. that stuff. And I want to get to that, but, uh, you know, just talking about therapeutics and thinking about um, old, you know, I say old men, I mean, athletes. Yes. Um, there's a great moment this week where a reporter said to LeBron, what's it like being older than the jazz coach? Right. Yes, I saw that. And LeBron was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's older than the coach of the Utah Jazz that he's playing Yep. Yep, it's amazing. Pretty amazing. But then you got guys, shouts to Antonio, I saw him, throwing the Ooh. juice accusations around. Pointing the juice finger. Well, you know, when you point the juice finger oh, at LeBron, you're pointing four. <laughs> you got four pointing right back at you, my friend. That's a fact. And I, you know, I, I don't like speculating and innuendos mm -hmm. and all that no. stuff. And so not my thing. But here's what I'll say generally. Okay. Generally, when these things are going on, and I would cite Lance Armstrong and Barry Bonds and Clemens and A-Rod and yeah, yeah, yeah. Manny, whoever you want to pick, okay? Sure. Generally, when these things are going on, it is not an instance of one lone wolf who is like had a scientific breakthrough in right, their garage sure. Sure, sure, sure. and has decided to like, you know, uh, put something under their tongue that's going to give them an advantage. You know what I mean? Right. Like it is a symptom of a culture at large. And so yes. all I would say is if a guy like LeBron is doing it, I'm pretty confident that most guys at that level of competition sure. are doing it. No, there, I would say if that turned out to be the case, and then here's a question for you real quick to help me frame my thinking. Was that our buddy Antonio? Shout out to Antonio. Uh, was that Antonio just speculating in in isolation, or is this a topic now? Like, is that you mean? Have that, I seen other people yes, saying it? Yes. There's no. There aren't news articles about it or speculation. No, no, like, no, no, no. Okay. There's no. Okay. No news articles. Okay. So he wasn't like it wasn't like he chatter. saw. Okay. 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 I've seen other people. I've seen. I going back five years ago. I've seen right. people say that about LeBron. Right. Well, it's just like, because he's an amazing athlete, I think it comes with the turf. Sure. If you're of a certain age where every amazing athlete you saw in the world, right, from Lance Armstrong to Barry Bonds to probably Tiger Woods, who know you know what I mean? Right, like, sure. just there's connections to everyone. Peyton right. Manning, right. you know what I mean? Like every yep. guy, yep, was connected in some way. It yep. seemed like for 20 years. So, yep. yep. I've always been under the impression that um, every elite athlete is doing something like that. 
Right. No. And no, I don't yeah. say that negatively. No, of course. I think there's it's a very gray line between um what people would consider to be like ethical performance enhancing and cheating. Right, of course. It, like, all, becomes, I think it of, all becomes nuanced you know, at a certain point. It all becomes I remember, romantic. Yeah. And yeah. I re- like they're like Ricky Williams was talking about like weed being therapeutic for years. Yeah, He's a huge advocate. I mean, and for football players needing it, and a pioneer now. When you look back on it, like yeah, like but he was he was blacklisted. Oh, he was totally blacklisted, and he realized was he banned that, from the NFL for weed. Uh, yes, he was for like too yeah. many drug violations or whatever based right. on weed. And it's like you realize in retrospect, right, that nobody's getting banned now for weed. Yeah, it's in in any of the major. It's sports. insane thought. It's it's yes. legal and. You're going to bust someone. It's legal in Ohio. You're going to bust yeah. somebody on the Browns, a running back who got hit 50 times, had 50 carries. Or oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I was pretty, <laughs> dude, right. And, and it's like, oh, you'd rather them be on Oxycontin? Like, what right. are we talking about here? You'd rather them be on Oxycontin? And these better? things are always changing. I remember Kobe famously flew to Germany, I think, blood for spinning. blood spinning. You sure? For his knee. Yeah. And now that's a procedure you can get in every state sure. in the country. Sure. And is, uh, I believe, legal in all the leagues, sure. sports stem leagues. Cell, stem cells, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And sure. so, but then it was like taboo. Yeah. And there was like a question of like, is this even, is he breaking some rule by doing sure. like that kind of talk? And so, you know, and today's taboos become tomorrow's standard operating procedure. And sure. I think there's a lot of gray area in this. And morally to me, like morally to me, when the it becomes unethical is when guys like Lance Armstrong and Clemens, and I forget the name, who's the guy on the Brewers who hit like 50 home runs? Mm. Ryan Braun? Yes. Okay. Uh, these guys were engaging like character assassination sure, throwing people under the bus like really bad yeah, anti-semitic yeah. like targeting i think like uh, braun was doing wow. um like just conspiracy theory like all sure. these crazy responses to the consequences where they shit on everyone their own yeah, team yeah, yeah. you know that to me is when like it starts to become like real, like dark behavior and of like course. stuff that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. To me, or like when you're lying through your teeth about it and you can't keep it real. And I understand yeah, yeah. like you have branding and advertising. Of course, of course. But like when they've been like A Rod had a golden generational opportunity just to pick like a guy. Yeah. And rather than come out and be like, man, I'm just going to be honest, like it's pervasive. Yeah. Especially in like Latin America, it's legal. Yep. And I'm at the compete at the highest level and I let it get the best of me, even though I know it's banned in our sport. I like shouldn't have done it. And then, you know, but like we need to be having an honest conversation about this. Yes. Instead, he was like, Oh, my cousin had it in his gym bag, right. and I didn't know what it was. And <laughs> right. fake crying, and I'll never do it again. And like two weeks later, the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and that was really nobody. Nobody would have cared about cheating, right? No, the, the dude at the bar betting, hoping his parlay hits, would well, never have been like this. Fo- you know, like it was just seemed like this phony. It, here's like, the thing. 
Person, yeah, bullshit. Uh, no doubt. And here's the thing, right? Like, it's a perfect example Ricky Williams and marijuana. Yep. Pick an athlete, and then as that relates to sports gambling now, right? And right. how just in completely interwoven with the fabric and culture of sports now is sports gambling, right? Yeah. On the on the most legitimate level, uh, completely co-signed by the all the major sports leagues, right? Totally co-signed, right? Now I feel like with things like hormone replacement therapy and those things becoming more culturally acceptable, yep. more mainstream, over time, some of the perspective on athletes aging and what athletes do to maintain their excellence as they age, yep. that those attitudes are going to change over time and evolve as well, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like... And then it's like how it, uh, another one, right, is is money in college sports, right? And how like I don't know if you saw there was a the coach of Nebraska the other day, yeah, at a press conference, right? And they're talking about the transfer portal, right, which is a place where you can be starting for Alabama next week, and then the season ends and you say I'm done here, I I, w- I want to go play at Notre Dame next year. You can go in the transfer portal. And Notre Dame can make you an offer and you can just go to Notre Dame and play next year, right? Right. But now there's money in college sports too, right? Uh, the NIL deals, which allow athletes to get sponsorships and all that endorsement deals and all that kind of stuff, even as amateurs, right? Which makes you a professional, you know, by by extension, the literal definition of it. But uh, the, the coach from Nebraska the other day said, you know, they talked about like, all right, like, what are your plans for the transfer portal? How to address that? And what are the plans for the quarterback, the, the quarterback in Nebraska next year? And he's right. Like, and the, the coach comes right out and says, you know, we're looking at $1.5 to $2 million to land a quarterback through the transfer portal. And the, the reporter looked at him funny and he's like, I'm just trying to make sure we're all on the same page here. <laughs> and yeah. like that was the first time I heard anybody speak so frankly, like, oh, well, if you want the quarterback to really help your program and you're going to get him out of the transfer portal, we got to pony up some cash to make that transaction happen. Like yeah. he said that very frankly, right? And I feel like people speaking in these more frank terms and society's attitudes changing on things is going to over time change the perspective on performance enhancing drugs. And like yeah. the aging athlete will probably be the first one to sort of break that barrier and break down that taboo. Always right? is. Always is. And it's like, you know, so, so you think about money being in sports now and you think about how the Fab Five was treated or Reggie Bush was treated, right? Oh my and God. Those, and those guys, right? And the disservice that they were done, these rock stars who generated how much money, right? For the for those schools or for the NCAA at large and every everybody attached to, to the schools, right? Um, you know, being sort of blacklisted and, and, you know, outcasts. Right. And you sort of think to yourself, like they, somebody owes them an apology. Now there's like, somebody owes them the fab five reparations for this. Fuckery, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so, so ridiculous. I, yeah. Right. And so like, I sit here and I think like, when does that happen for, the performance enhancing with 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 aging athletes, right? Like I said, with the new new views on HRT and TRT yeah. and all that stuff, like, you know, at a certain point, do you wish your favorite player could play three more seasons at a high level? I'm sure you do. Who doesn't, right? And if it means that, 
you know, they're, they're like, I, that's a question. I don't even have an answer for us. Go, listen, if you are 30, well, let's say whatever age you are, but let's say you're in your late thirties and you, you play one of the major professional sports. Are you allowed to receive hormone replacement therapy under a physician's care? Oh, let me look this up. You know what I mean? Cause like, if that were the case, that would be like, it would totally, uh, legitimize the whole deal you know I they need know. to get a therapeutic use exemption okay before competition okay in which sport or is that in any sport or what therapeutic oh, wait, use hold on. let me say interesting hmm Goes researching in real time right now. He's looking for the answers to my question. I'm trying. It's tough to get to a sure. something. I mean, it to. seems like they need to get approved. Right. Which I'm sure is um more difficult or less difficult regionally. A high bar to clear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's interesting, though, you know, what you're talking about this made me think of an article I read recently about gene editing. Okay. And you want to talk about some cutting edge stuff that we're yeah. that sports is going to probably be at the forefront of. Right. Because I would imagine that's where. So they had gene editing and it is exactly what it sounds like. Okay. Where you can edit the genes. Someone's right. genes. You're already not like a baby, no, I was gonna a ask fetus. That. We talking about something you're a living embryo? human being, okay. Okay. and you're suffering from sickle cell. Okay, which is that you have cells that literally take the shape of a sickle, right? A crescent and get caught, right? Okay. There is this week or recently, last couple of weeks, on a limited basis, the FDA approved two sickle cell treatments. Okay. That involve gene editing, where you literally are going into the person who has sickle cell wow. and editing their genes. Okay. So that they now produce cells that are not crescent shaped and getting wow. caught. And yeah. sickle cell is a devastatingly yes. painful prodigy affliction. He suffered his, his entire life. Right. Right. That's why he drank and basically he drank himself just to deal with the pain yep. Yep. of having sickle cell. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they have a editing tool called CRISPR, okay. <laughs> which does the um, the gene editing tool CRISPR, which won its the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 2020, wow. that allows them to go in and basically um, edit the genes. Wow. Okay. Um, now you're, you're the first application of course, is going to be someone has something that's wrong with them. How can we fix it? Right. But when you start applying this to, and, okay. So give me one sec. I just yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. sure I get this right. Yeah. Okay. It's technically a one-time treatment. There's a number of steps that span months. They get modified stem cells, a series of blood transfusions over three to four months. Stem cells are extracted from the bone marrow, taken off, sent to a lab and edited. 
then reinfused into the patients. Wow. And then they, so they then, yeah, and then these stem cells sort of find their way. They like, basically have to get rid of all the bad cells wow. and put back in new cells. Dude, miraculous that that's even possible. No, that no, that it's multi, it's it's um complicated. It's not guaranteed. Sure. It's a really crazy process, and right. every doctor involved is like nothing short of a miracle to pull this off. Wow, and they've approved these methods right um taking medication there's chemotherapy where they're killing bad cells wow i mean that, all this i mean immediately yeah. you think you know with gene editing you think about terminal illnesses sure disabilities right like what are the, everything what are the things that people suffer with keep going because where i'm oh, going yeah. next is limitations okay sure 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 what so, is it Right. Right. Is there something sure. anatomically in somebody, the mechanics of their body? Um, you know, uh, who knows what we're well, going to be editing? Well, well, <laughs> considering what we do here at Gico Nutrition. Yeah. And considering how we're always sort of talking about performance. Right. You've heard of myostatin, correct? I feel like you yep. talked about this on the cast. Yeah. Right? I think Bel we did. The Belgian blue blue bull. Right. right? And um myostatin inhibition right and myostatin is essentially like the chemical governor on muscle growth and strength adaptation and that we all have a certain amount of myostatin right yep and the best athletes among us and then by logical extension the most muscular the strongest athletes in the world have probably or on average way less myostatin than the regular population right and the thought being if you could completely keep a person from producing any myostatin there would be no limits to their athletic performance their strength sure. their strength their conditioning the amount of muscle they could carry and all that so in within our industry it's always been like one of the, the the holy grails, right? Who could figure out the supplement right. that could inhibit myostatin production, right? And then the you know the the fur the further extension of the idea is: could there be some gene editing, or could there be a, you know a pharmaceutical, uh, right. you know, could there be something that you could take or something you could do uh, that you know wasn't some sort of over the counter potion? that could limit or minimize the myostatin you produce or could you minimize in, you know in utero right in, uh, right in a child's development the amount of myostatin or Crazy. or anything right like could you could you make could you um well you know they also they all talk about that right in the level of playing god but the thought like oh well do you, you let's for, say for example you know you want your child to be born healthy right so yeah. like what what can you do to limit you know any concerns for illness or disability right of course everybody agrees on that level but what if it's you just would prefer your child to have blue eyes instead of brown eyes right and then it's like well wouldn't it be great if he was six three instead of five eight right and it's like now you're starting to add layers to this that aren't so much just about like general health and happiness right now it's about creating your idea of the perfect human right and yep. it's like, and at one point, at what point does it become unethical? 
right? At one point, is it unethical? Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, it all depends on what you believe in. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, I don't, I don't personally have right. any... I love this stuff. Yep. I believe in progress and uh sure. You know, if you want to cite God, I you know, why did God provide this? Sure, of course. That's it. That's I the love, obvious the obvious retort always, right? Yeah, if it's a yes. religious objection to right. it, then to me it's like, well, no, we then God we, facilitated that. There's clearly something about us that has driven to progress. Right, sure, right. That's and right. So, that's it. That's it. I you know, now um, I'll give you just an, like the good examples yes. of what it can do, how they got into this. They were yes. trying to get like edit malaria out of mosquitoes. Right, right, right. Um, and with and help crops withstand the climate change consequences. So like right. maybe you could grow corn in Siberia. Right, right, right. That kind right. of thing. Or or just um, like a better, more traditional seasons in the places where this agriculture happens. So that right. crops are more dependable. Absolutely. Right. And so, I mean, this, these are all awesome things to me. Sure. I'm totally in favor of this. I, but if it's being used, you know, to make a weed killer, and I like, I'm just citing examples that have yeah. happened where um, a giant um, agricultural company wants to create a fungus that targets the products that their competitor makes right and right. then sprinkles it along a thousand mile perimeter sure. of their land sure <laughs> okay you know it becomes like warfare yeah or you know sure. if nation states were to get into that and so then you start would you is this going to result in soldiers who don't get tired or need right. sleep you know now we're starting at what point what's being edited here you know, right. we don't want to get into eugenics and crazy stuff like that, obviously. So right. well, that's it right. could that's, certainly get unethical. And that's sort of know. where I was right. And that's sort of where I was going with it, right? The 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 ethics of it. And this isn't me saying I have a position. Yeah. Right? Because because it, once again, it just becomes sort of like a, a semantic argument and just a it's about you personally and your own specific view of the world and morals, right? But it's like if you could guarantee that anyone's child was born healthy. Yep. Right. And without muscular well, dystrophy, right. for example, and, is something right. they think they terminal can target illness, with us. Right. Terminal illnesses are the sort of things that will impair that person for the rest of their life. Yep. And 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 reduce suffering in the world. Like, well, like if, if you do believe in God, then your my thought would be just that, well, then God facilitated that progress to help people, right? Of course. Right. Uh but at the same time, like and this is a semantic argument, but at the same time, like, should you be able to order a kid the way you order a sandwich at Wawa? You know, like, and oh, I want my kid to have, blue, like I said, blue eyes and be six five. Like, should you be able to do that? And is there a difference between that and making sure your child doesn't have muscular dystrophy? And like, or am I? Is this just like I said? Is this just an you know an argument based on like my own specific code versus your specific code versus, you know what I mean? I mean, look, people there? choose the names for their kids, the sure. religions for their kids. Sure. Like they are all, they have no problem making a lot of choices sure. for their kids. Sure. Um, and so if people are picking the eye color of their kids, you know, right. Um, I don't know that it's that far off. No, um, no, I know. But, you know, everyone's going to be picking the fastest, you know, 
Every dad's going to pick the strongest son. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what it's the problem is usually with this stuff is it'll come down to resources and the people to most money of course. will be the oh, first to be able to make of these course. things. Sure. And now you have, well, they have the healthiest kids because they could afford the expensive procedures oh, that protect sure. the genes and the people with the least resources still have to deal with all these afflictions. Right. And that's, you know, where uh, it gets a little messy, I guess. Of course. But, um, you know, on the principle right, of should issue, we have, sure. I totally believe in um, science and, and applying these things. And, you know, life expectancy went up from 25 years old to 70 right. or 80, whatever sure. it is. Sure. I think we should because be shooting for 100. Sure. Of course. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, that well, that was that was the next question, right? Is about one of the other, you know, uh, most potentially uh, revolutionary and 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 obviously lucrative, right? Uh, spaces in the re with regarding gene editing and anything along those lines, right? Yeah. Is uh, you know, and the manipulation of human life is life extension. Sure. Right. Like, it, will there be a pill? or injectable or gene editing uh, procedure that will allow somebody to live another 10 years, 20 years, 30 years than, than tech than they would under normal conditions. Like, and, and what does that, you know, new landscape look like, you know, because that's not far off either. There's a show uh, called how to with Tom Wilson, I think how okay. to hold on. How to with John Wilson. Okay. It's an HBO show. Okay. okay. And he's kind of like a nerdy New Yorker hipster kind of guy yep. with a camera who just goes around filming New York city constantly. So just has months and months per year of weird stuff. Okay. It could just be a shot of a Coke can in a bird's mouth. Right. It could be a guy with his pants around his ankles wandering down the street. Sure. You never know what it's going to be. And he got an HBO show somehow. I don't know how this like quirky, interesting show ever even got on HBO. Sure. And it's like he, he's here. He has here's the title of the episodes: How to Track Your Package. If they're having a delivery stolen, John goes on a mission to investigate how to keep his packages secure. How to watch the game. John's discovery of the deeply embedded rituals and bonding of sports leads to a greater appreciation. They're like these random topics, sure. right? That he knows nothing about. Very and cool. they never, they almost never have anything to do with what the title of the episode is. Okay. Like what you end up seeing, it'd be like how to track a package. And he meets like a UPS delivery guy and the UPS delivery guy collects dolls. And now he's by the end of the episode, you're in like someone, someone grandmother's, basement with like you know she's got like stuffed you know sure. pets yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the thing is how to track your package and you're like yeah, what yeah. the fuck and in one of these episodes that has nothing to do with the title so i couldn't even find out which one it is sure. he ends up like all the way in arizona at a cryogenic facility sure. with like this guy who's freezing skulls of people wow and freezing their bodies and doing all this stuff. Sure, sure. Like wealthy people paying like 500 grand with the hopes that they'll be like reanimated whenever the technology exists that, to do so. I don't so. know if it's true, but 
Ted Williams and Walt Disney, right? Yeah. I don't know if no, it was it was true. Right. Okay. Don't mind me. I'm super shaking. I no, it's always good. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, freeze myself in a cryogenic chamber. So I have to settle for a super shake. I think. Uh, yeah. So um, it was the, the finale of his most recent season. Explored cryonics and the quest for immortality. Wow. Wow. And uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff in it. Not for I the faint of heart, I would even say. No. Some of these oh, really? scenes. Because wow. it just gets, it's like a total accurate snapshot of humanity and the human condition in many ways. Sure. Sure. And he just goes wherever the weird follows. He'll be like, all of a sudden he's at some stranger's house who has a porn addiction. And he's like learning something about porn addiction. And you're like, this has to do with like, where are the best, public restrooms in new york right, city sure, like, sure, sure. you know what i mean like it makes, he just goes down whatever the tangent kind of leads sure um you know i mean the cryogenic episode there's definitely some stuff that's just like wait what like wow. crazy stuff but um yeah it's, it's going on people are exploring it i'm all for it i yeah, yeah, you know yeah, for sure as long as there are no victims involved and everyone's a willing participant of and, course um you know there's some ethics are on the mind of the people involved then sure. and, and and a little bit of equity right like if we talked about like the ability for um like i said i, I keep coming back to this but right but the, the ability to ensure uh the healthy birth of, of children that you hope that it's not entirely oh my god man on, on, that it's not entirely contingent on class right that yeah and you'd like to feel you know, like look a lot of times it starts out and the wealthiest have it at first and then right. 10 years later it's affordable and so right. sure you hope there's equity like that it works it's it, the process works that way right um and it's not like insulin where it's fifty thousand dollars for a shot and now families doing a gofundme to you know right of course that stuff is always heartbreaking and like anybody who's lived on this planet at all knows somebody who suffered from cancer or any number of afflictions where you do anything to Any kind of have a new, yeah, a new method. Yeah, and you know, I was like, I like cynically said something like, just because I got really hopeful. Vice did an HBO documentary years ago on like beating cancer. Yeah, and they're like basically like declared it conquered. Okay, they're like, and they did like a three twenty minutes. It was like an HBO movie that Vice made, right, about how cancer has been beaten. We probably wouldn't even be surprised if it came up in the cast at some point where we talked about, I mean, real time where I'm watching this and just like, oh, this is amazing, dude. Like we've beat, we've conquered cancer. They're like, they went through like five different methods and they're like, one of these is sure. Like it's been, it's happening folks. Right. right Here right. it is. Sure. And then nothing and nothing and nothing and nothing. And I was like, at the point, like it was like maybe like a year ago somewhere on social media, I said something like, I've had enough of like the cancer's been. I know like enough people who have died from cancer. Sure. Since sure. the first article I've read, like declaring cancer conquered. Yeah, it was such a, like a cynical moment for me. And somebody no, replied like, somebody replied like, here's a list of thirty cancers that have been that now have treatment. Right. Right. Sure. To stop it. Right. Since 1988 or something like that. Sure. Like. Sure. We have done so made so much progress in that right. regard 
that just because there is you think it'll be like oh mission accomplished universal, day. Uh, some sort of universal right but it's sure. it's happens incrementally and in these sure. little nuanced amen sub sub cancers and stuff and uh, you know even like wasn't uh was hpv a, a cancer yes right so there is a, tr a vaccine for hpv right Right, and I was just—I was going to—I was going to say H. This is cancer, but I was going to say HIV. And if you think about the advancements in well, sure. in the treatment of yeah, HIV well, yeah. in our lifetime, oh well, there's astounding. a perfect example astounding. when Magic Johnson was healthy and alive, and we're like, oh, if you have enough money, right, sure. When you were Magic Johnson, then third, you know, 1998, let's say, yeah, yeah, yeah. he could afford the treatment, right? That now everyone can afford. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, I'm assuming it's not as bad as insulin you right, know right um i've i've never i never have gotten the impression it's one it's of at least right and you at least get the impression it's accessible for people yeah. who need it and it's right like, but he was probably getting that during the trial right in 1998 well, right know? and that's the thing one that they even made the scientific advancements to to uh address and potentially nullifies a strong word but greatly reduce the impact of something that was at one point a death sentence yeah, and then to the thought that it's uh, it potentially is affordable and accessible to regular people, like that right there is like that's massive, like that's incredible, and that happened in our lifetime. Those advances happen in our lifetime, you know. I appreciate everyone listening as we go through our autodidact kind of like <laughs> we're yes. learning as yeah, we're, we're learning discussing. in real time, right? 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 For sure, for sure. But I mean, and I think that's like uh, it's fun, and yeah. you know. There's a lot of amazing things going on in this world. And often sports and performance are where these things yeah. poke their head out a little. For sure. For and where sure. they get noticed. Pushing you know, you, and a, lot of time a lot of time we're talking about pushing human boundaries, human boundaries, right? The human limit. And well, yeah, that like could the, just be related spinning, to performance. That could just the be related to performance. The blood spinning for Kobe's knee is a great example where that was like kind of a controversial thing when he got it done. Yep. And now it's a thing for like, you know, senior citizen golfers to do. Sure. Before you know, just so they could golf more. Yeah, it's like, sure. oh, let me go to the. I got a guy. He'll inject you. Oh, he does the stem cells. He does the blood spin. Like what? Yeah, it's yeah. just now become part of improving our lives, and so very much. So. Um, like you you've always talked about the guinea pig generation, yes. and like just how athletes, extreme athletes, are guinea pigs for they're the first stuff. ones. They're the first because they're looking for an edge. Earliest adopters. Right. Yep. And they'll try, they'll take more risks for an edge. For sure. And then it becomes a product that everybody can can buy at their leisure. And all of a sudden the stigma's gone. You know, there's a there's a perfect transition there, but I feel like our cast has been robust already. Um, so maybe we won't make the transition there, but for for maybe the next cast, uh yeah. talking about that, uh creatine and how sure. creatine is now you know, one sort of once it was a new product and at points it was controversial and at points people didn't know about the efficacy or the safety of utilizing whatever right one of the most researched ingredients ever maybe the most researched sports nutrition ingredient ever that they're now finding has so many benefits for almost like every population like in that and that athletes like the it, the benefits that athletes get from creatine which are sizable and noteworthy are only like a fraction of the big picture benefits of this of this ingredient and like the the amount of people who can benefit from it in their daily lives it's wild and more and more research yep. just continues to come out on it so it's killer we'll talk about creatine in, the, in a future a future cast a future i think cast it's a good idea impressive. but yeah, yeah a little science cast a little yes. you know, getting to the 
fringes of things. Yes. All from LeBron being older than his coach. See, That's we just it. take things in a, and just go with them. Uh, since was, we're talking was, performance. He was quoted as saying he's trying to give uh, Father Time his first loss. That's right. Yep. I don't yep. know how you can't root for that to happen. You Me know? too. Same. We're all in the same but boat. But I know, you know. Fighting the same fight. So many people get uh, all uh, their panties in a bunch over LeBron. I don't know. He's a polarizing figure, and I never quite understood I, it. Yeah. I, you know? And, and I don't even, it. you know, I don't even necessarily, like, I don't root for the Lakers. Like, right. I know you, like, I mean, I know you're more of like a play, you root for certain players. I do, so I yeah, get yeah, yeah. teams. And I know they're like the iconic franchise, so, like, right. I like when they're in the mix. Right. But I'm not rooting against LeBron. Right. And I'm not necessarily rooting against the Lakers. Like, I want to see the best basketball, and I want my own team to win. Sure. But, like, when if it, other than that, I'm rooting for him to keep going because it just doesn't make any – it's like Brady. I don't. I felt, ex- I felt exactly the same way about Brady, man. Brady, exactly the same way about Brady didn't let my team win a division for I know. years. Of course. If anyone should not – and plus, he stole a Super Bowl from you, basically. Yes, he did. So like, yes, he did. With the tuck game. So like, yes, he did. We should be rooting against him yep. sports-wise. And yep. still, when he keeps going, I'm like, well, keep going, man. Yeah, man. Keep going. Keep performing. Same on with Peyton Manning when he's higher. still going. Yes. I'm like, you know. Keep setting that bar higher, man. Like, keep setting that bar higher. Keep pushing the boundaries. And like – you know, and it gives hope. It gives hope to everybody. And I like, yeah. and and if you're if you're numb to that or you're you don't see that, you're blind to that hope, then you're focusing on the wrong thing. I wrote for the most amazing thing to happen. Yeah, for sure. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said earlier, if it involves the Jets, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I still got my spots. Right, you know sure, what I mean? sure, like, of course. I got to, you know, I like spots. when the Eagles yeah, are yeah, yeah. in dramatic the blind spots situations. Your decency and morality. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I the net the Knicks and the Jets. Sure, sure, sure. Particularly I like when they fall just short. Sure. <laughs> like sure. in gruesome fashion. That's yes. always fun. Um I only uh, God forbid I apologize, but I the Mets were always there's always something dramatic going on, like right. soap opera-ish, where like I was tuned into that. Yeah. Um, a lot of northeastern teams, because that's where we are. You but know? you're not a Mets hater, though. No, I'm not a Mets hater. No, no, no. I would always like, look for them to the Yankees and Mets to play in the yeah, World yeah, Series. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I never quite understood that. But like I, I'm a Mets fan who likes and respects the Yankees and always has and always will. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and have rooted for them many times in my life, you know? Yep. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, it, but yes, Mets always caught up in drama. I think some, there's like a, kind of, yeah, I don't know. I feel like whatever the opposite of a tax on your soul is, there's a boost yeah. to your mood and mentality to be pulling for that kind of stuff. For sure. You like, you want the bet, like, you want this thing to keep going, and you're kind of wishing for it for yourself too. Yes. And like, yes. You kind of want your stuff to pull in the same direction. Like I want NASA to go as far as yeah, they possibly can. For sure. And I want mankind. I want us to go to the furthest regions, microscopically, scientifically, yes. universally as possible. Like push it all to the limit and keep Agreed. going. I find that to be like awe-inspiring stuff. And so I'm always like, you know, I, I that doesn't mean I'm like oblivious to potential abuses and, of course. and tyranny and anything like that. Whenever there's dudes involved, there's the potential for that. As soon as you get a dude involved, 
more times than not we are flawed for sure yes so those flaw these things always manifest imperfectly i don't expect perfection you know what i mean like of course but the pursuit of greatness and um ambition yeah and like i the moon race and stuff like that man like that stuff is awesome to me like of course you know that we're we gotta i'm trying to push myself with the same energy that's it that's it. And you, know, and, you know, you talk about a Brady or you talk about a LeBron or you talk about like just like an example, like Aaron Rodgers got hurt and like 11 weeks later, he's like doing something that takes people 11 months normally. And I'm like, man, that's fucking beautiful. Like just more and more of that kind of stuff, like more and more of like pushing the limits of what people typically can achieve and 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 then how that relates to you and I and, and everybody else and, and inspiring you to do better on your term, your own terms every day and to continue to hold yourself to that highest standard, right? Like Brady and LeBron are perfect examples of like guys who are holding themselves to higher standards, regardless of like the preconceived notions and prior standards and all that shit, right? Defiant to circumstance. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome, you know? And yeah, I, I, I think I'm so inspired too. by that. And it, I don't and know what like your little, time constraint is here. No, let's 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 finish strong, bro. We got we'll, sounds we'll, good. We could wrap it, but let's all right. Well, strong. remind me. Yes, we've talked about like marathon times and stuff. Yes, in the past, and it okay. seems slightly related to this. All right, go ahead. I, no, I'm I'm making a list actually. Okay. All right, for good. our next one Beautiful. with creatine and this other topic yep. because the right. uh, I think they're both awesome. Okay. All right, Beautiful. so. Um, Two segments here we're going to close with, yes. I think. The okay. first is um, body parts. Yes. We've been right. doing this uh, recently. Gabe Cabrera, right? Gabe, Gabe Cabrera, Cabrera asked, asked us about a body part and said what two movements are kind of the most efficient or right. most productive yeah. in attacking that body part, growing that body part, yes. um, strengthening that body part, right. improving that body part, whatever yeah. term you want to use. Yep. And we did back, we got into back last time, right? Did we do back and chest? I think we did back and chest. I think we did too, yeah. So we'll pick one for today. I'm gonna I think we do one for today, and it's half of the human body. Okay. And it's legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like to me, while it's one body part, quote, yeah, for sure. It's 50% of the body. Right. And they say that if you know, if you for whatever reason could only train your legs. Right. But you did so with enthusiasm and vigor and really pushed yourself. Right. That your whole body would benefit from it in a way that there's no other body part that would benefit your whole body in the same way. Right. And they they use the squat. Right. And the thought like my my first choice would be a squat of some sort. And obviously, like everybody's physiology is different. Right. And like just for example, you dealing with your shoulder injury currently. Like it would probably be challenging for you to like hold a barbell across your shoulders. I can't do it. Yeah, that exactly. no, sucks. Yeah. So no, but, but I have dumbbells. You know? Right, and there's unlimited there's unlimited reasons that people have to choose exercise A over exercise B because yeah. of their circumstances. You know what I mean? So, so I say a barbell squat, but what I really mean is any squat, right? Yeah. Where, uh, where you're, I mean, you wouldn't even have to be fighting resistance. You could do it with body weight, right? But just the idea sure. that you're moving your whole body through space, right? Your, your, your feet are probably shoulder width apart. You know, you're, you're going ass in the grass. You're going as far as you can, right? That's going to, um, you know, uh, optimize the, the flexion of your, of your, um, your hips, 
your yep. ankles, your knees, right? Like in terms of athletic performance and longevity, those uh, connective tissues being strong are so important, right? Especially as we age, right? And then the thought of like, can you add resistance and get increasingly stronger on it? And how sure. not only do the quadriceps and the glutes and the hamstrings and all that stuff grow, but your whole body grows, your core gets stronger, your upper torso from holding the weight in place gets stronger. And like, if you only had one exercise to do, that might be the one, you know, if you could only choose one yeah. for your whole body, that might be the one. I think it is. I think that makes you know? a lot of sense, and, man. So and, my thing is like, and my thing is like squat. If you could do a, bar, a traditional barbell squat, amazing, do it. If you can't figure out some other variation of that movement that you can do, and there are so many, whether it be with machines, whether it be dumbbells, whether it be just your body weight, whether yep. it be things like wall sits and that sort of stuff, like whatever it is that's allowing you to move through that space and tax those, those associated muscles. I feel like it's, I mean, you take the average person on the street and have them do 50 door squats. Oh man. And, uh, you know, of course, <laughs> it's like doing uh, dips or pull-ups or yeah, like, yeah. you yeah, know, man. you could do, uh, make a list of a half dozen things like that and it'll yeah. rock 95% of people. I oh, think. for sure. So, I mean, I mean the list of the exercises you could do in your bedroom with nothing or jail no cell, equipment. right? Yeah. Like that kind of jail yes. workout, like yeah, yeah. don't yeah. need much, man. You don't. Um, you don't. No, I think that's great, man. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and then a second, well, we need a second for legs, right? Yeah. Well, do you, do you have something in mind or not putting you on a spot? No, I mean like there's a lot that fall under squats. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, I do think I'm partial to a leg press. Okay, sure. I feel like I get a certain – it's similar to a squat in that, like, I feel a lot of uh, pressure on my body doing that. Right, sure, of course. And I'm straining a lot. Yep. It's not like – I don't ever think of it as just legs. Right, right. Like, sure. it is core. Full body it conditioning. Is, sure. It's full body conditioning. You could do just leg press or just squats. Yep. And give yourself a workout. Yep, for sure. So it would have to be like that would probably I think squats are definitely one. And there's then there's probably a gap. And to me, like leg press would probably be the next thing that I'm thinking about. No, I think that's great. And I, I think it comes back to also, right? Like what you're you're keying in on is that we're not really talking about like isolation movements. Right? Yeah. We're talking about what they call them, like if you get technical with it, right? It's like compound movements, compound sure. multi-joint movements, right? Yep. Um, and those are the ones that work the most of your body in one yep. shot, right? So like as opposed to doing things that are more isolated, you're doing things that are utilizing, if we're talking about legs, like we said, your hips, your lower back, your core, the quads, yep. the hamstrings, your calves, your ankles, everything is involved, Right. And a leg press is a good example of that. A lunge is a good exa example of that. A lunge. Uh, lunges are brutal. Um, you know, That's a like, good one, too. And talk about like a deadlift or a stiff-legged deadlift, right, that hits more like posterior chain, right, which is – Yep. I mean, if you do them right, man, like even without a lot of extra – without a lot of uh, weight, a lot of resistance, like uh, a deadlift or a stiff-legged deadlift will basically work from – like the the soles of your feet from like your Achilles tendon to your neck. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, like gets worked in that process. And, you know, they talk about in terms of athletic performance and then general health, having a strong posterior chain, which is basically the floor to your head, having yep. ever, all the muscles in between the space from the, your, your head to, your, to the floor, having all those muscles be strong and uh, capable of working together in unison. 
it helps you athletically tremendously and it helps you tremendously in terms of just your general health, you know? Yeah. So like anything that works that posterior chain, I think um, is awesome. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think the squat is the king, but then leg press lunges, some kind of, some form of deadlift, whether for legs or back, I think are, are, are vital. And it's like you said, it's, it's the, you pointed it out, you illustrated it, right? It's, it's the, the maybe we, uh, maybe, well, I'll talk to you after. Yeah. I got okay. an idea. I like it. I like it. He's got ideas. That's good. That's yep. a good thing. I'm in. I'm already all right. Time. Um, time. All right. And now the the final final. It's that time. Now. The food cast. I'm dying for a quesadilla. From Fat Boy Sunday to Fat Boy Sunday. We got 30 tacos on the table. Colossal give it up. Quarter the pound bowl burgers. of cereal. 115 breakfast. A couple of sixers wow. and like eight donuts. Okay. Exactly. Reese's Puffs are better than peanut butter Captain Crunch. They're taking stem cells and they're making hamburger meat. I'm generally a Ben and Jerry's guy. Peel and eat shrimp. That's my thing. Fried donuts. It's a pretty manly kind of fucking snack. Philadelphia cheesesteak egg roll. Eat this whole fucking tray. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. Food cast. Snack again. The food cast. That's right. Yes. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. The dirtiest thing I've eaten. I, I would not had a couple clean days. Not okay. that I'm eat. Not that it, well, there were donuts. I must confess, were I donuts. had a donut. Okay. I had so a donut. What What was the source of said donut? Was it first time stuff? at a place? Okay. Haley had friends over. I'm like, okay. let me get. A dozen donuts or six donuts. I end up getting six okay. because one donut of these donuts was like four donuts. Yes, yes. I so know. these are like I, robust, I doughy, toppinged, yes. almost cinnamon roll-like donuts wow. in, in okay. size. Amazing. And so I had half of one of those. But generally speaking, I made like cheesesteak-style steak. Nice. With like shaved steak. Yeah, yeah. And I made like way too much of it. Okay. And so I had like a three or four day stretch of homemade cheesesteaks happening. Wow. Awesome. And that, I, I feel like the quantity makes it, it wasn't necessarily dirtily prepared. Right, right. Sure. Because but that, the quantity of it raises it to the level of dirty. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> it's one of those things, right? Because like, if you really look at that, right, like a cheesesteak, just for example, like you could get the dirtiest unhealthiest cheesesteak in the world and might be absolutely delicious right you could find yep. that no problem but also if you were preparing one yourself and you chose the the specific elements of it wisely you could also make one that was pretty healthy right like you could oh make, yeah uh you know you could put together a sandwich that's that's very healthy and this is just another form of a sandwich so if the it's the right you know lean steak and it's yep. the right cheese and it's the right bread like you could make a really delicious but pretty healthy cheesesteak right yeah, I would say in health wise, it was a, in terms of being the healthiest version of it, it was one to ten. Eight out of ten. Well, that's pretty good. But you know, again, I probably did like lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I've been there. Not my normal yes choice, but yes. uh I have no regrets. No that regrets. He was without <laughs> sin. Cast the first cheesesteak. No, that's true. It. I get it. That's true. I How totally about you? You know, I'm trying to think of something like epic and profound that I had that I like. I'm like, oh man. But I, I'll just give I'll just give you a little baked insight. Goods, yeah, baked you know, goods. There's always baked goods and caked goods worked in there, especially on a Sunday. Um, but the one thing that I had that was a little out of the ordinary was just 
something that I stumbled upon and I was like, oh, wow, we haven't had that in forever. We were looking for ice cream for, for a Sunday Sunday and um, came across a Turkey Hill, like limited edition ice cream okay. called Graham Slam. Yeah. Right. Where the flavor of the ice cream is like Graham cracker flavored. And then it sort of has like ribbons of Graham cracker in there. And then like, like some kind of chocolate chunks and bro, it was totally into it. It was epic. And like, I think like the Sunday, I I believe the Sunday had a Mickey, had that ice cream as the foundation. And then the fixings in said Sunday were cookies like macadamia, uh, white chocolate macadamia cookies and chocolate covered pretzels. And bro, that combination the right said, there, oh man. man, that combination right there, like in terms of like different textures and all that sort of yeah. stuff and just like a really dope, like hard to find flavor of ice cream just made for like a, an awesome Sunday. Talking my so, language, man. Turkey Hill Graham Slam. So see if you can find that one. Cause I Turkey I, Hill is a great brand. It is. Slept on. Yes. You East know, Coast. Is it East Coast? Is, is oh, I think it's be... Pennsylvania for okay. sure. Let me. Well, I was going to say, will there be people hearing this that don't know what that is? Possible, right? Probably, yeah. They're headquartered in Pennsylvania. That's like okay. a brand, I think, back to like my grandmother Same. would always have. They were, they were Peanut butter stores, swirl, right? Turkey Hill. Yeah. yeah. It is a convenience store. Yeah. Even before I knew Chihuahua. it was a convenience store, I knew it of as a, as a, in the store, supermarket. Right? Yeah. Regional brand. Their peanut yeah. butter swirl is a legendary ice cream. Sure. So, uh, sure. you know, it may be regional, but I feel like less and less things are. I'm sure you can get your hands on some Turkey Hill. Yeah. Give it a shot. Graham um, Slams, go. You got to find Graham Slam in your in your in your uh, neck of the woods because it is highly recommended. If highly. I must, yes. if I must, yes. For you, I'll do it. I'll make yes. that concession. You're, you're, take one the for the team. you're a true you're a true snacksman you're, you're i'm a not, team player yourself you're selfless in that way when it comes to snacksmanship you will it's not for me it's for you yeah you'll you know? do that you'll take one for the team and, and buy that i'll eat it for you i respect that i respect that <laughs> about you it's there's a there's a level of service involved that not all are compelled to you know when when god calls that's it that's, that's it. it what choice do you have you become an instrument you become an instrument that's it i'm but a vessel <laughs> all right pretty good cast there My we man. got into yes. some uh very interesting topics we got some Absolutely. lined up for next time and uh no, thanks I'm for tuning pumped. in to g-code nation Hell keep yeah. training do yep. your do some lunges do some squatting do some leg pressing compound multi-joint movements hit that 50 percent of your body that is somehow the most neglected across yes. the liftiverse because it hard because it's hard because it's hard to do it's, it takes a little extra effort i think to do it and that's why some folks avoid it right it's like worrying about your house and not the foundation like you got to start build from the ground up come that's on that's it that's it man that's what we're all about it's baked into right. the brand man that's it so uh all right next time on the case thanks for tuning in guys awesome stuff man great stuff brother i'll see you very Take soon care, brother. Man. peace all right peace